Do you like Imagine Dragons? Well, imagine dragging yourself over to patreon.com slash bmfcast where you can get bonus podcasts from us, your friends at the Bad Movie Fiends. Check it out. Patreon.com slash bmfcast. This week on the BAMCast, you meet some strange folk delivering pizza at night, but the night of the competition is one for the books. One star. We're in. All right, welcome to the BAMCast. Hey, BAMCast. BAMCast. Episode 502? Hey. Uh, two? <laughs> two? Two. 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 Episode two, season <laughs> five, three? Five zero two, yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. E two S three, yeah, two brute. E three S. I am uh, Harlow. I'm BJ. I am Chuck. <laughs> and uh, Mackie's not with us this week. He is staying home. Mm-hmm. He is not in a poorly way. He is just staying home for his family. Preventative. Protection. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we might hear from him later. Maybe. We can make technology happen. Sure. Uh, but what we do each and every episode of this year BAMCast is we go and we watch ourselves a quote-unquote bad movie. Come in here and talk about it for the first half. Then, then they get ratings. Good bad movies. Enjoyable bad movies. They get one five jocks and robot jocks. Robot, robot jocks. Oh, it's a sad oh. robot jocks day. Yes, it is. However, there are bad bad movies. It's a stay away. They get a negative sliding scale, one to five bags and giant bags of trash in which they belong. Ooh. Gross. Mm-hmm. Bags. Quack. You know who delivers bags? <laughs> uh, is it Delivery Boys? It perhaps? is. Yes. yes. Uh, yeah, we're doing 1985's <laughs> Delivery Boys. It's a a movie by definition. <laughs> Technically, yes. Yeah. Would you well, mind reading a plot summary for us after Chuck <laughs> makes some point? I just want to say my logic for this was that we had it. Oh, great! Good job. Good fucking job, <laughs> Chuck. We had it, <laughs> and. Yeah. We now live in a world where delivery people are very important. So I thought, hmm, that's timely. <laughs> well said. That is the insight into how we watch our movies. Thank you very much. Good night, everybody. It's our it's our death stranding future. Yes. Of right. You can't go out of your house anymore. This is so. a prequel to that. Right. We can see what the delivery boys were up to before it was dire out there. Right. When they could just. And also before Uber Eats and right. Postmates. Mm hmm. DoorDash. Right. We're like DorkDash, am I right? Mm. Totally. Do you want a pot summary? It's yeah, a quick w- one. I would don't, you, all would we you... have is a weird rambling one that we stole part of for... Uh, no, no, we stole part of that. But Yeah, we yeah. stole the box art. Whatever. I'm just going to read, 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 read a sentence. A, a select a sentence, sentence from this, this long and rambling plot summary. I right. hope you can get through the grammar. A gang of boys under the Brooklyn Bridge are united by their common interest in breakdancing. I mean that is in some ways accurate. Yes. Yes. I mean this rambling thing on IMDb could have been broken down into a single sentence containing all of the factual information. It is not, however. This whole movie could be broken down into a <laughs> single sentence. Yeah. Uh, there's break dancing. There is. Uh anyway, let's read it. No, no. Oh. We have business oh. first. Okay, we have business. So surprisingly, there are two Bamcast alums in this movie. There are Who considering is the other one that uh, <laughs> this movie is filled with nothing but break dancers and not a- actors. But uh, so first of all, Nelson Vasquez, who played the uh, elderly break dancer who had the drinking problem, mm-hmm. uh, he, elderly. He yes. was like twenty three. <laughs> 
He was in uh, both Street Hunter and Money Train. Oh, Money oh, Train. Money Train. Right. That had that Shaggy song. <laughs> it did. <laughs> not that Shaggy song. <laughs> More, you know, that, not that one either. Oh. It was the one called Money Train. Right. Money Train. Train's coming to get you. Yeah. Uh, and then, surprisingly, Mario Van Peebles is in this. Uh, early in his career, yeah. uh, he'd taken whatever roles he could get. He was a year away from rapping. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Uh, he was also in, later, Jaws the Revenge, Gunman, Judgment Day, and the extra movie, Last Resort. Gunman. Gunman. Men of gun. Oh. Uh, Mario Van Peebles. Yep. He's an actor. <laughs> Indeed. Accurate. Also, just a quick note about the writer-director of this film, uh, Ken Handler. He is the son of the uh, people who created Mattel and the Barbie doll. Oh, yeah. Ruth Handler. And Ken is... The Ken doll is named after him. Yeah. Not at all creepy at all. And uh, he used his fortune to make delivery boys. Hmm. Well... What a fantastic use of his money. Hey, you do what you know. Nothing? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I work, Chuck. <laughs> I know nothing. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Wow, this movie is a thing. Yeah. Um, the rest of the plot, because if there is one, mm-hmm. can be summed up in a sentence or two. Mm-hmm. I'll just go ahead and get through it. And then we will talk about the escapades that happen along the way. Okay, good. This is your standard. There, there are now two groups of breakdancing crews. Uh, it has been somehow eliminated in scenes that were not contained in this movie. No, we're at the finals. Yeah, we're at the finals <laughs> of this breakdancing competition. It's the Delivery Boys versus the uh, Devil Dogs. Devil Dogs. Devil, Devil dogs. dogs. The delicious cream-filled Devil Dogs. And Mario Van Peebles is the leader of the Devil Dogs. Sponsor. Leader slash hype man. Yeah. Sponsor. Spider. He is Spider, <laughs> and he has a, a semi-Jamaican accent for some strange reason. Because acting, uh, Jamaican acting. accent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and uh, the delivery boys are also, in fact, delivery boys, mostly at this pizza shop, but not all of them. I, three of them, I think. Three or four, maybe five. A couple more work yeah. there in some capacity. They all, they all just kind of hang out at this weird pizza. Uh, place well, and but they live in what appears to be a church that is unguarded mm-hmm. like there is no one there to shoo them out because the opening scene under the credits is them just breakdancing in a church mm-hmm. and you're like well when is the feisty old priest come out do, and go hey you breakdancers get out of here do they live in a church do they live anywhere they live underneath the church because there is one scene where one of them goes upstairs and go, goes and prays to God and they kind of follow him uh, yeah they live mm-hmm. underneath this church in the church I mean, it basement. seems like they've they've found an abandoned building that happens to be a church. So they they live in the in the rec center. Yeah, in the church's rec center. Sure. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. But they're not trying to save it necessarily. No. No. no there is not. no saving whatsoever. No. But I mean, there is money. There's involved. a goal. Yeah. Uh, but it's a ten thousand dollar grand prize to win the breakdancing. But it, it seems like it's more about the the street cred than the money. Because I mean, since you have. 47 people in your crew it's not the ten thousand dollars isn't going to go very far there's a lot of talk of making it sure like uh, somebody does like say like i was going to get educated on that it's like out of your 132 dollars yeah. that you're going to get right. out of this yeah because it's a dance troupe of 20 people and they have to split ten thousand dollars well i they're realistically like okay we joke that there are forty seven thousand people in this dance crew but there are probably 10 
You could get a, a college education for like a thousand dollars in 1985, right? Mm, not after no. taxes. You can buy a house. <laughs> it's, it's not that generous. <laughs> no, they have a free church. Like what? They they're all totally fine, just kind of hanging out there and lifting weights and yeah, dancing. But that's that's their plan. Um, somewhat told along the way, uh, poorly. Uh, but Mario Van Peebles, uh, Spider, Spider comes along and is like, hey. I don't want you entering the breakdance competition. <laughs> he goes to, I don't know what her, Judy, is that her name? She works at the pizza shack. Angelina. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. he's just like, I'm it, going to. You got to make sure the delivery boys don't, don't enter. Right. Because here's what happened to last year's winners, the uh, the top dogs, or I don't know, sure. whoever the hell they were. King the shits. big guys. Yeah. He just, he sh- something he put, like that. He puts out like a promotional photo of them, and then he pulls out three shrunken heads and is like, eh? Huh? And then he's like, oh, yeah, by the way, and then pulls out three shrunken dicks. <laughs> mm-hmm. And places them appropriately on the picture mm-hmm. where they more or less should be, I guess. Yeah. And she's um, like, get the picture. And she's like, okay, I'll take care of it. I'll make sure they can't make it. We and also, look, we did not describe Mario Van Peebles mm-hmm. properly, aside no, from God, the how can you? semi-Jamaican accent. He is dressed like a super 80s uh, Colonel Sanders. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. He has... Okay. He has two silver. His front two teeth are silver. It looks like aluminum foil. Maybe I don't know, but it's it's affecting his speech for for certain. Uh, no, that was just his bad attempt at an accent. No, he's <laughs> he's good at this accent. Uh, I believe he did this accent in Jaws: The Revenge. Mm. <laughs> um, but so there's that, and he's got two henchmen, two yes men who are always just doing things. One is dressed like an 80s steampunk guy, and the other is just a, an explosion of colors and scarves, basically. Every time they are in a scene, it is the funniest shit. Just looking at them, you're like, what on earth? Like, <laughs> like, how are they walking around New York City? Uh, it's 1985. That's how they're walking around New I York guess, City. I guess. Uh, the delivery boys also have matching vests. Mm-hmm. All yeah, of them. They're G- all Jean denim vests. vests. Yeah. And they've all got like a like a handkerchief sewn into the armhole. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Code. Sure. <laughs> and they've all got their names embroidered on the on yes. the uh, breast pocket. And area. they have a sweet logo mm-hmm. on the back. They have a sweet logo on the back. Yep. Yeah. I did well, I wasn't gonna get into the minutiae of every scene. I was just going no, to go no, through no. the plot. I just I that, wanted yes. Mario okay. Van Peebles We're is the best thing about this movie. I'm just saying the rest of the plot is that it's essentially they need to get to the, the dance con- competition and their own person, kind of their Mario Van Peebles, the lady who runs this pizza shop, I guess. Yeah. Sends them on stupid deliveries that are going to fuck with them. Right. It's gonna and keep then, them out of the competition. And then spoilers, they make it to the competition. What? And, and then they win. Would have and then they win the competition. They do, yeah. But that's basically the plot. I mean, this is a ninety-minute movie where that's essentially the plot. It is just well, it's an eighty-minute movie with a ten-minute ballad at okay, the end. Of- <laughs> okay, fair enough. But yes, I mean, that's all the plot that's in this movie. There's oh yeah, that's it. The spider, like he's not really the villain, other than the one threat. Their their biggest villain is their own person, and and the obstacles that she sends them into. I mean, mm. granted, it's at his direction but by the end of the movie they're just like ah you it's break dancing but i mean she's it's all good fun she's never like uh you know has any come up there's no, i'm just saying there no. is no story structure whatsoever because her movie. rationale is if i didn't do this he would have killed you with sure. break dancing or something with I don't know. shrunken heads yeah. and shrunken wieners right mm-hmm. <laughs> but yes that's essentially the plot of the movie now we can talk about their crazy outfits and the crazy escapades that they send them on because mm-hmm. 
there is a lot of breakdancing montages, not even montages, just full on scenes of like, watch these guys. And now let's break dance. I'm sorry. I got to say it. Like we've seen breaking and breaking too. And even rapping had breakdancing in it. We know a little something about breakdancing. <laughs> they're not good at it. They're okay. They're oh, way I mean, better they're, than any of they're, us. They're way better than I would be. But I'm, I, I'm saying like, it's, it's, it's not okay. I will, I will step back and say it's not necessarily them. It's the way this movie portrays it, because everyone kind of just does the same moves. Like nobody's doing fun, fascinating, like different things than like breaking two or breaking in and breaking two. We're like watch this guy he's like the best in the world they and, were artists and, and he's gonna do like a different thing every scene this is just like all right windmills hand spin backspin they are you know. technically proficient at the basics of breakdance that's what i mean they're but, they're really good at that and then it's just like and and even down to the point that like a skipping ahead but like at the competition it is literally this competition where they go at the same time like i kind of appreciate that i like, really like that like i kind of appreciate that it's like okay this is an actual competition mm-hmm. so we're gonna put you through some technical challenges yeah, like and they do yeah. okay here do some windmills here do some hand spins here do some back spins yeah, all right but the now dude is, he's rapping mm-hmm. that guy is rapping the, the entire time. thing and i think his name is captain rock or something like that uh, sure. charlie rock charlie rock okay but he's rapping and then he's just like telling them what to do and they do it but which is kind of funny because they describe their one guy's style earlier in the movie as square dancing. This is fucking square dancing. A, a caller is calling out what moves Kinda, to do yeah. Yeah. and they're fucking doing it Kinda. on either side. It's sure. just, it's they're a weird, just not linked at arms. And, no, no, but I'm saying like, it's, sure. it's not sure. The art of breakdancing is, is being surprising. You know, it's like, the, well, it's, I will say early on, there is one surprising move where one guy is spinning another dude on his head mm-hmm. and You've then never that seen dude that? stops and the dude on his head just keeps spinning. <laughs> You've never seen that? No. <laughs> oh, I've seen that plenty of times, oh, Chuck. Come get on. the fuck yeah. out of yeah, here. Yeah, me and my friends used to do that back in the day. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. I still do. Yeah. We should I'm, try it later. I'm, I'm the spinner. Oh, not okay. The spinning. Oh, well, that's good. <laughs> like, I'm the one. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm the one who's being spun. Uh-huh. Because I'm small. <laughs> so you are the spinny. Yes, that's that's what <laughs> right. I meant. Yeah. I'm the spinneroony. <laughs> but damn it. I, I, I'm just saying that, like, that's, they are doing, like, Almost all the basic moves, sure. you know, when you think breakdancing, it is all these moves. Windmills spin on your head. And that's kind of it. Like, nobody does any funky, like, wow, that's a new move I've not seen. I mean, yeah, that's not what the competition they was. Do, uh, they do death drops, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and I haven't seen that in a break-in movie, I don't, I don't think. Um, and, like, death drops didn't become like a a big deal dance move at any point after that up until like the last five or six years when like strippers and drag queens started doing them again, hmm. at least in mainstream. But yeah, but anyway. that was kind of cool. They have one pop and lock dude mm-hmm. um, who's okay. Yeah. Like we've seen, we've seen better. I mean, I was, that's, that's kind of the other pop lock and wolf man. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I, at this, at this stage there, you know, if you're coming for the break dancing, there are better movies to watch that are period specific. And you could just go watch a step up movie and see shit that is far more amazing than what they're doing in this. Yeah. This is this is just very rudimentary. If that's what you're coming to this movie for, yes, there is better break dancing in other movies. I, my point is that like the entire first act is just a montage of like break dancing sure. and different locations, and it's like, wow, this is boring as shit. And it's not until like the the plot of Mario Van People's Threat and let's send them on wacky deliveries does this become even a thing. That I could even remotely recommend, which you know we get to in our rating yeah. section. But I, I mean, 
let's just get into it. They each get sent out into weird various locations. Yes. I don't know who you want to pick first. Well, the, the, the main dude, the, mm-hmm. the, the most speaking role singing man of the group, uh, whatever his name is, uh, Max. <laughs> yes, Max. Max. Yes. He, uh, he's the first one sent out on a delivery. He has to take a pizza and a bag of something to a fancy house. Yeah. Okay. This is a good time to mention this because this movie does a little bit of the shut, shut the fuck Har- Harlow with your you know nitpicky stuff a little bit later on, but you kind of have to put it together yourself because, all right, they live near the Brooklyn Bridge because we see it in shots a lot, right? Yeah. So, uh, and this is just me like going basic like New York geography. I don't claim to be a local or anything, but like <laughs> they were like the first delivery. She was like, take this to this to Fifth Avenue. And, and, and I, I don't remember the cross street, but it was it was a fancy place. Nowhere fucking near where they are, which is like this lower east side of fucking you know, Manhattan. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, you're like sending me to like, you know, Central Park East or something. You know, it's like it's it's fucked up. But I was like, OK, fine. I guess they're just doing that. So that's this guy goes there. Yeah, I believe the next guy. They're like, you have a pizza delivery in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, was, and, and they're all like, keep in mind, they're doing this on bikes. And I was just yep. like, no, I mean, I guess. Maybe slightly because, you know, if you go across the bridge, maybe it's not that far. But I was just thinking about the logistics of like, I can't imagine no, any, yeah. any pizza shop in Manhattan would actually agree to deliver in Brooklyn, considering New York has a pizza shop on every fucking corner. There's right. no reason to take a, a bike delivery that would take more than t- five, ten minutes. People oh. like Jim's Pizza or whatever this Ben <laughs> Ben's, Ben's which pizza, doesn't even make yeah. any sense. Cause it's like, who's Ben? Of course, I don't think we ever met. This is a. I mean, this is a break in knockoff. So, sure. Yes. Nobody knows. <laughs> okay. But so this guy gets into this Fifth Avenue uh, fancy apartment, mm-hmm. um, is greeted by a housekeeper who lets him in and is just like, you know, wait here. She'll be down. She'll in a be minute. down in a minute or she'll be with you in a minute. So he just stands here. And then I, I, I got to imagine that, like, okay, here's the weird thing about this movie. I think there's a couple things that, like, weird people were influenced by. I have never seen this before in a different movie besides a big one, which I'm about to mention. The lady calls on an intercom and directs him all these things to do, mm-hmm. a la Uma Thurman in Pulp Fiction. Mm-hmm. I really feel like this was in Quentin Tarantino's head somewhere, and it it fits very much with his like. The second it happened, I was like, "Oh, yeah, this is where he got this." Quentin Tarantino saw this movie. Yeah. I don't have a problem with it, but yeah, because <laughs> it... yeah, but this lady directs him all through the house via intercom and is like somehow watching him. Every, every everything he's doing at least in Pulp fiction they're like we should probably show a camera or two right um but this is just like okay now go up the stairs now go up the other set of stairs now walk in this door now close the door behind you now put the food on this table and it's basically it's it's basically a bedroom with a dining room table at the foot of the bed mm-hmm. and he's just directed to put the pizza or actually open the pizza put it on the plate put a slice out and then pour, pour a couple glasses yeah. of wine mm-hmm. and then and then lady close your eyes. Yeah. a lady emerges to suck his face mm-hmm. yes and uh, and he's there for an hour. <laughs> he's into it. I mean, he's oh, like, sure. oh hell yes! It's I'm a delivery boy, so it's is this it's the, a living? I think this might be the first instance of wacky. I mean, I want to say like, I mean, <laughs> all right, the movie's bad and poorly done the whole time, right? But like, I believe like this is the first time it's like let's take a cartoon sound effect and put it over a thing that's happening because there isn't like, it's like, Oh, there's a lady. They're probably going to have the sex cut away to whatever bullshit people like talking in incoherent dialogue. Cause a, they're not actors and B it's not mic'd well, mm-hmm. you know? So, well, they're in the caverns underneath right, this church. Right. <laughs> but you cut back to 
like this because I mean it's it's a fancy like metal four poster brass bed or whatever thing and just there's this shot from like bed level <laughs> like mm-hmm. just over yeah. the brass bed and you just see an ass coming up like you know there's yep. sex happening and it's like and it's just making like a weaker ear yeah kind of stupid noise and I I want to say like this is the first time the movie tips its hand and be like this shit's about to be wacky might be yeah. yeah. Because I feel like this that might was be the first time they dipped into the sound effects. That and we were like, okay, what's going on here? Like, <laughs> I mean, Mario Van Peebles showing up lets you know it's going to be kind of wacky. Because, <laughs> right, okay, he is extraordinarily out there. But this is the first like cartoonish. Yes, I was going to say like self aware well, I mean, wacky. He, I mean, like even his like ridiculous Jamaican accent, sure, and the way his guys are dressed. But yeah, this is the first like. But like Breakin doesn't think it's wacky. Just no, the way that people are dressed now, it's like holy shit. Breakin is taking itself seriously, right. but it's goofy because it's of course it is. Serious. Look at it. Yeah. Uh, this is, this movie has a layer of okay, this we know. is dumb. Yeah, boy, yoing. <laughs> exactly. Right. And literally in that case, in some cases. Right. So anyway, yeah, he's having the sex with the lady, and, and we might as well just wrap up his story because it's, it's much easier than doing what the movie which is, is going to well, do. Well, this like, story goes places. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> It's still easier contextually just yeah, to, sure. to wrap up each person Fine. in their wacky adventure. Fine. So, uh, post coitus, uh, she's like, <laughs> you think you're leaving? And he's like, I was planning on it. And she's like, <laughs> nope. Nope. You're not leaving. And uh, check out, open that door, check it out. Yeah. I'm not, yeah. I'm, you're not going to want to leave. Like, I'm, just, I'm not going to lock the doors, go out. Yeah. And of course, it's, it's the 80s. So there's a Doberman there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then she's like, also, you passed my dad's room and he's, a police commissioner or something and something that he doesn't like delivery boys yeah. either so uh you're stuck here what's what's he gonna think when he sees a puerto rican delivery boy coming mm-hmm. out of his daughter's room right uh so excuse him so he's like nice all right that he, that he something. I, yeah yeah right i guess more boning will happen so then that dude makes an appearance chasing the maid upstairs into a room that i guess is her room but the room has a giant glory hole in the wall <laughs> to which at yep. first he just puts his face in and is like, ha Hey, come on be accommodating. And well, then he chases her up there, right? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. He's and, like, do your duty. Right. <laughs> yeah, I like when you do it willingly because that's fun. And we're like, Oh no. And then he's like, all right, put my I, dick I'm, in this hole. <laughs> I mean, it, it should probably also be noted. He's a fat, slubby, sure, of you course know, Harvey is. Weinstein looking motherfucker. Yes, gross so. piece of shit. Yeah. So uh, it's just like, mm, that's fun. Yep. Um, but yeah, and she she's basically like, I would rather commit suicide. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she doesn't really. She, no. Well, she's, at first, she just like out the window. Out the window. She yeah. goes, you know, she waits for him to go full on like, like dicks in the hole. Yeah. <laughs> right. I believe, uh, you know, they're supposed to call that out. Like, yeah. Dicks in the hole. Dicks in the hole. <laughs> but yeah, she waits till he can't see her leave out the fire escape window. Um, dicks in the hole was the character Picard liked in the holodeck. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yep. <laughs> nerd ass side of the table over here is with that one I guess yeah mm-hmm. so anyway she leaves and now deli- delivery boy Max is like I gotta get the hell out of here and the lady is passed out and so he's just, and she's also like I stole your clothes and he's like ah she stole my clothes what the hell and then it's like oh there's a wig and I'll go into her closet and then and then he's totally decked out like a lady yeah well, i mean like he like, put the work in for this well he had to pat like <laughs> he had but to try to pass the daughter has gone full on comatose oh yeah like, she's, she's been fucked into yeah, oblivion yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Much he, like us. He, he delivered her many orgasms. <laughs> Good job, Max. Yeah. But yeah, so yeah, but he goes full on like he goes full on transvestite because it's like it, including your rings and he goes for heels, which Make is just up everything, yeah, which is just your classic like, did she have no flats in the closet? Yeah. Like, maybe not. She's a fancy lady. She has she has a pair of flats. Every lady has a pair of flats. You don't, don't know, heal 24 seven. What? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he's dressed and starts to go downstairs and fools the dog. Because the dog, the dog is just they, the dog is either stupid or just well they just keep cutting the dog with you know until he said tilt uh, he gets almost out and then the dad is like hey lady who are you in my house why and then he's like oh I came from the maid service I'm the new maid and he's like oh good we just had a, uh, an opening uh, yeah let me show you to your I room just, I was just was gonna replace that maid yeah. <laughs> yes. Because he takes her upstairs. He's like, okay, here's where you'll stay. And uh, you see that hole in the wall? Well, let me show you what that's for. That <laughs> goes into my playroom. Right. And I'm going to go over there and show you how we use it. Uh-huh. And he's, uh, Max is kind of playing along. And so here comes fat, schlubby face through the hole again. Like, all right, I, you're never going to believe what I'm going to show you. Yeah, here it comes. <laughs> and accurate jams yeah. his wiener through the hole. <laughs> and Max is like, oh, uh, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's not right. Uh, I don't like that. <laughs> Tries yeah. to run out the door. The Doberman is there again going. Rrr. Right. And then the maid comes back in through the window like, can you believe this shit? And, he, and they're just like, all right, let's secret. And then he's just like, hey. Could you go downstairs and get some whipped cream? That would be really special. Yeah, I want to. I want to make it as nice for, for you as possible. And uh-huh. he's like, "Okay, oh boy." Yeah. <laughs> yeah so and runs downstairs, comes back up, passes the whipped cream through yeah. the. Thankfully, it's ready whip and not like cool whip because that would have been awkward. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> applying might, might have been funnier. <laughs> Could have had a nice, you know, yeah. comedy splat. Um, I mean, here's the the only unfortunate like. There's lots of unfortunate things happening, but like the real yeah. unfortunate framing thing about all this is, you know, you have to keep in mind bedroom door, ironing board, mm-hmm. glory hole. Oh, yeah. And so there is just an old school like, I mean, it's an electric iron, but it is like like one of the first ones. Yes. <laughs> and and it's just sitting there in mid frame. And yeah. I, like the whole time I'm just like. Iron his oh, dick. He's gonna, yeah, yeah iron get his an dick. iron to the dick. Yeah. yeah. Classic ironing dick. <laughs> they call me a liar dick. <laughs> <laughs> Those delivery boys. Huh. But yeah, no, they uh they slather him up with the whipped cream mm. and then let the dog they're in. They're like teehee, and then they let the dog in and the dog Who the, let the, the, who dog? Let the dog in? <laughs> they let the dog in. <laughs> woof, 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 woof. Uh, the dog comes over and at first appears to take just a giant bite, to which yeah. I was just like, oh, no. <laughs> but he's just licking and it gets gross. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they get grosser the, than it has they, been. They, they are allowed to leave. And, and they're like, teehee, we're gone. That's pretty much it. Like for half a second, they're like, oh, I kind of like you. Anyway, got to go. Competition time. Well, yeah, that's because, how these well, these ways. then there's like the bike scene where he gets sure. on a he he gets on a bike. So he's in. In a dress and makeup in heels, trying to navigate driving this bike halfway across New York to get back to the a break in competition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hilarity ensues. Does it? No. Uh, they had. A, they, they both had a moment outside where he's just like, I'm going to make out with you. And so he's dressed as a lady and she's a lady. 
and they're making out and a dude walks by and you're like you were waiting for the thumbs up I, it, all right at this point because we're, we're not talking about the fact that this is cutting back and forth to all kinds of crazy shit oh yeah no but this like is, yeah but we've we're we are fully hand tipped this is wacky as shit at this point because we have had right. whoops and boings and <laughs> and all kinds of things and, at this point and at one point max has looked into the camera and shrugged like oh, oh sure yeah, yeah. oh god yeah. oh yeah there, there's fourth wall breaking and oh Okay. Not only are they breaking on the dance floor, they're also breaking on the breaking, fourth, breaking, yeah. fourth wall. Fourth Call wall in breaking. the fourth wall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Episode title. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but yes, so the lady, the daughter, also broke the fourth wall, which she was did. which was just like one of those things where it was like, is there a lot of crossover? Because I mean, <laughs> I, here's the thing. I I I am a huge cool cool hand Luke fan. I'm going to go and spoil that there's about to be a cool hand Luke reference in this movie. What? Our, our local DJ used to play it as like a part of a this, this sound clip all the time. But I feel like in 1985, in the, the age of like things were just coming to VHS and be available for rental, mm-hmm. Cool Hand Luke probably not high on the rotation list by 1985. I wouldn't think so. And so she just turns to the camera at some point and it's just like... Well, because she's trying to talk to him mm-hmm. and he instead just farts. Right. Because this movie's got farts. It does. Yeah. And uh, she just turns to the camera and says, you know, what we have here is a failure to communicate. It yep. just kind of does a mild zoom in and then, womp, you know, there's no wah wah, but no. it's it's an inherent wah wah cutaway. <laughs> it's an inherent <laughs> wah wah. An implied wah wah. <laughs> no, one right. wah wah. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. yeah. It, it, so, yes, fourth wall break. I'm, I'm saying all this dumb shit has happened. So by the time we get, you know, he's on heels or, you know, he's, he's dressed up as a lady, making out with another lady in front of this building. Mm hmm. I am fully expecting the dude to walk by and just go like, nice. Yeah. <laughs> or just stop and start watching. Or make a face or something. But, but no, they, he, or they turn with, back to the camera yeah. and go, Arr. But they go with it. They go <laughs> with York, the, am I right? <laughs> they go with the guy that walks by and it's just like, mm, yeah, disapproving. Gross. Yeah. Lesbians. <laughs> Ew. Whatever. Yeah. Anyway, so the rest of his story is he it's, has to get back and it's a long bike ride and whatever. So mm-hmm. anyway, the second dude is apparently a rich something or other Mm -hmm. because in an opening scene we saw him in a cheap hotel with a lady who's just tits out ready to go but apparently he couldn't do it uh because he's bored he's just so bored Mm -hmm. uh he's got a like a limo driver this seemed like it was going to establish like this dude as some sort of like the major character i didn't even realize he was one of the delivery boys because as soon as they established (laughs) he was a rich guy i was like oh who the fuck's this 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 is gonna be like you know Breakdancers versus the fat kid camp or something. You know, yeah, right. Like, like, <laughs> but no. But no. So it, this guy. So it's been established. He can't get his dick up. Mm-hmm. So whatever. His uh, thing is that he has to deliver six pizzas to a hospital. I believe he, he has six uh, boxes of pizza. Right. That he has right. To deliver to a they don't call him six pizzas or they oh, don't wait, call no, him pizzas. He, they he call him boxes. He of only pizza. had two. The next guy has six. Okay. When he goes to the thing. So, okay. He's got two. Bo- I've got I got two boxes of pizza here. It's like the hell. So he's gone to this hospital to deliver his two boxes of pizza, and he is taken to a room where there are two slightly older, slightly German doctor slash scientist people. Mm-hmm. And also one of Mario Van Peebles' henchmen. Yes. is like, he's sitting in the room and says, hey, your that's, replacement that's guinea pig. That's who was there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's right. Your replacement guinea pig will be here soon. Right. Uh, Gotta go by. And, hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. Only, only because I don't understand. I'm going to walk a tightrope here. <laughs> All right, but for some reason, he is doing an affectation. Okay, I'm just going to say, Mario Van Peoples, 
obviously we know who he is. He's mm-hmm. black. His mm-hmm. two henchmen are black. Mm-hmm. This guy is doing like a mammy routine. I don't know how to fuck yes. yes. fucking to say it. Yes, I, I mean, you're I just, right. That, it's that uh, very it, affected. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Fucking don't oh, know how to phrase. Lord, yeah, I'm I gonna, yeah, don't. That's that kind of thing. I literally don't understand why. Except it's, it's not just, his character. Like no. later on nope. in other scenes, that's not him. But for whatever reason, he's doing yeah. that bit it's with just, these people. It's just another weird thing where it's like, is this funny? Yeah, Was it's like it? more more to the point. Was it funny? Like, <laughs> yeah, like I, I don't know. I don't know. Was it supposed to be? Funny? Yeah, well, like, I, don't I, don't I don't understand why I'm saying he's was doing like it. even in viewing it in 1985. Was this funny? I don't know. It's I, just weird. It's strange. Okay, no. but I think it. I think the direction was just everyone do whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, I guess so, so. He comes in. And is like, hey, I got two boxes of pizza for you, and one guy's just like, I'm gonna jab you with the medicine now, Blech. and he goes, woo. <laughs> and he just kind of stops in the middle of of his speech and goes whoa yeah whoa whoa and they're like whoa, perfect whoa, put him whoa, on the table whoa. and you're like what the fuck is this and basically what they've done is given him liquid viagra mm-hmm. yeah it's boner research yes so boner research it, they even mentioned that what they gave him was blue viagra wasn't around was it no no not in 1985 just a not, weird happy coincidence not in any way shape yeah. or form in this variety right. no yeah no mario it was mario van peebles that says yeah they gave him some of that blue stuff yeah you know yeah <laughs> the blue stuff i mean he got some boner juice but yes yeah um yeah hashtag <laughs> boner juice <laughs> but yes he is now being strapped to a table and and electroded up to study right and he's just like, yeah, he. sort of. He's, and they're he's like, yeah, that's right. Sir. Kind of implied comatose. Kind yeah. of, but also fully aware. Mm-hmm. Like he's just hyper hormonal. Whatever. Assuming. Because some curtains part and out come strippers. Sexy nurses. Sexy nurse stripper ladies yes. who do a sexy nurse stripping scene. Those yeah. ladies are apparently adult film stars. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. There's more later, too. Um, but yeah, I mean, cut away because again, cut away to bullshit. And then it's just like, so we don't really have to like watch all of their routine. Um, but it, you know, just enough that it's like, yeah, okay. I guess I see what's happening. I don't understand it, but yeah. cut back to it. And the doctor's just like, ah, nothing. Ah, right. Damn it. What's wrong with him? One in a million chance that we'd find some guy who wouldn't enjoy that, I guess. Um, yeah, but not then, really. It's like, I mean, I mean, just in New York alone, I'm pretty sure your numbers are skewed that there might be plenty of people who might not be into those two nurses yeah i mean um, they, they weren't they, anyway i don't know I, I mean i didn't get a boner <laughs> no no but i mean you also weren't strapped I to know, a table i, and, I was yeah. checking yeah. um <laughs> yeah. i don't know like bj come on jesus Be i mean I was, I was looking not like, oh. physically checking oh, okay. i've got a Chuck's webcam on my belt yeah <laughs> yeah checks it's 24 7 status updates um boner cam 2000 yeah. uh, <laughs> It's boner like, cams it, it, and boner jams. It's like those uh, light switches. Like once he gets one, you have to go push the button to like reset it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So just click. You hear that audible click when it happens. It's a surge <laughs> protector. <laughs> well, I was talking more like about a GFI. I know. I know yeah. what they actually are. I was trying to keep it. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Um, so <laughs> they're like, okay, nothing gives this guy a boner. Why don't we try this? And they bring in this woman who's dressed sort of like an opera singer wait or... no no no, 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 no they're, they're like so they're like well the, the, the ladies didn't work you know dancing didn't work let me try this and one of the scientists just saunters over to a full white grand steinway to... piano yep which is just like just there that, like it wasn't there a second ago because nope. we just saw where it was right and then he just sits down and pl- like doesn't even really start playing because then yeah. the opera singer lady yes. who's who's Sorry. 
sort of like a, a blonde A.B. Adams kind of just kind all, of all glammed up fancy lady but he doesn't even like do a like a it's just like Mm-mm. one note into full-on like they know the song duet singing yes right they're face-to-face singing this song they are not social distancing whatsoever no, no. they are literally inches from each other's face cheek to cheek yeah i no, it's nearly that's, like that's lip not, to lip that's it's, actually not what they're singing right what were they singing? Was that a song that anybody I have, I knows? I have no idea. I'm sure it's from, I mean, from sure. Broadway thing. Oh, that's, probably not. This song no, has it's no license written music. for the film. Is it? No. I, I don't think so. But I what think happens they just found is, some standard that it was long forgotten. So he loves this, and the camera pans down to his crotch, and you get a boy <laughs> And full-on boner. Like, this movie doesn't shy away from boner joke. It's, it's inflatable mm-hmm. dong. There it goes. Wait, that wasn't real? I don't think so. You can't do that on command. Well, you can't. You can't inflate on command. Not like that. You can't. No one can. <laughs> you can't. Listen, I've seen a lot of dicks in my time. None of them could do that. <laughs> None of the dicks you've seen can do that. Fine. Yeah. I'll give you that. Anyway. Oh, I'll give you that. Yeah. So that they, he's found his juice. They finish their song and they're just like, hooray, we've invented Viagra. Basically, because yeah, I, yeah they, just let him, they just let him go at this point. They're like success, mm-hmm. I guess. And his boner is going to last more than four hours because it is. It feels like it. I, don't, I don't think it really does. I just think it feels like that because we're watching this movie. But. Yeah. And also it's 45 miles back to wherever. Right. And he so now begin the hijinks of he has an In enormous boner <laughs> and is wearing sweatpants. So, you know, mm-hmm. enhance guys out there. You know what it's like. Um penis havers um <laughs> some of y'all don't i don't know um you damn penis havers <laughs> yeah get off my lawn um so it's now hijinks of him trying to get back to the breakdance competition right while having a massive erection on the streets of new york city uh-huh. um man a plight we all know too well <laughs> yes one of the spider's henchman has stolen his bike so he goes back to where the bike was and he's like my bike and there's a cop there it's like who stole your bike and he's like uh nobody no one no bike i'm just gonna laugh because i'm just immediately like my bike because <laughs> all also, right also borat was in the hospital he was yeah, yeah. He was i mean literally there was just a dude that was like it may have well have been been borat yes just standing at the desk like yeah, you know yeah. that's also every man in the right, 80s sure. it looked like that but specifically this guy the micro machines guy and <laughs> Um, but yeah, he's so like, yeah, the cops like, you know, hey, you're you, why don't you want me to investigate your bike? Put your hands up. And he's like, my hands. And he's doing like one hand behind his head and then switching to the other. And then finally he's like, put your hands up. So he does. And it's just the pizza box balancing on his dick, which then you see the string get cut and the pizza box falls off. <laughs> so his next step is to get on a bus, mm-hmm. a public transportation bus. Uh huh. And uh, he doesn't have change for the bus, so he has to ask a lady for the bus while uh, hiding his boner. He's re- recovered. He's recovered the pizza. Except he's not hiding his boner. Like every other person, no, because it's an talk- ice. It's right there. Well, every other person is, that's like is just staring at his boner. Yeah, <laughs> like it's not the people that are talking. Sure. Uh, then he turns around to like this Robert De Niro looking guy who's just. It, it's like he's contemplating this might be okay. <laughs> he's like, eh, I've seen worse. <laughs> Takes a drink and then he's like. Yeah, I mean, Tuesday in, on the bus. What are you going to do? When in Rome. <laughs> right. And then, man, this gets weird because... And 15 uh, people get on the bus. A bunch of people get on the bus, and they're all pressed up against each other. And, of course, he's pressed up against a lady who is like, would you please put that away? Like, at first, I think it's referring to what she thinks is the pizza box. 
Well, no, it's still there because like by the end, it's crushed. Like the pizza box. Is yeah. yeah. But uh, the the bumping and the grinding continues to where she's just like, oh, this Chuck, is there ain't nothing wrong with that. I didn't say there was. Okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, she uh, she enjoys herself. Mm-hmm. And um, he just, enjoys himself. Right. To the point where when he then gets off the bus, his boner is gone. <laughs> it has been taken care of. So I don't know what this movie was ever trying to say about why he couldn't get an erection, uh, but then did and then was able to take care of that. I just I just don't know. I don't know if they're like it's 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 I, I whatever. I don't know. What? He jizzed, Chuck. <laughs> he jizzed <laughs> in his pants. I'm yeah. not saying he didn't jizz. <laughs> I'm just saying I don't quite understand what his thing is. Because, like, yeah. lady with her knockers out in the cheap hotel room wasn't doing it for him, and then the stripper ladies weren't doing it for him, and then but once the, he, it, the Sondheim musical is what did it. It wasn't, it wasn't that he couldn't ejaculate. Mm-hmm. It's that he couldn't get an erection. Mm-hmm. <laughs> once he got an erection, he was able to perform. Right. Mm-hmm. Easy peasy. What's the problem? Yeah, first you have to start it's him up. science. <laughs> okay, whatever. Yeah. But anyway, he's done. <laughs> and he's on his way back. Yeah. Okay. Had him taken, he's going to blow his top. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so third guy. Uh-huh. Third guy is, I don't know, Tony, Joey. 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 Yeah. We learned early on that Joey wants to be an actor. Doesn't matter. Forget that. Joey also meditates all the time. He does. So Joey is sent to this artist's loft or whatever where there are human statues of just people with plaster paint on and freeze framing yeah it's stage freezing yeah and uh, I, I don't understand why like this makes no sense no Art. it well it's way before the party like these people should be given a break before this thing starts i don't know if they were trying to intimate that these were like actual statues some of them but, were so like so they're, right they're, like because the catalyst of this is he comes in and is just like Hello, I have six boxes of pizza here. <laughs> six boxes of fucking pizza. <laughs> and he is greeted by... Oh, man. He is greeted by, like, a weird two-face artist because... Like, all right, so he's got a Van Dyke, not a goatee. Goatee if you prefer, but whatever. He's got a one of those kind of m- mustaches. But on one side, the mustache is missing. Uh-huh. And on the other side, the beard part is missing. Uh-huh. On equal, you know, opposite sides. Yeah. It's... It's like, real weird, but it's actually pretty genius. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it, oh, it's, I've it's, thought it, about it, doing that multiple <laughs> times, and I've never had the guts to do it. So I, I mean, applaud this man. It's a perfect straight edge, yeah, you know, between the, the the splits. But yeah, it's just like there is a line going down the middle of his face, mustache this side, beard this side, and mm-hmm. nothing on the other side. Anyway, so that's the, the artist's guy. name, by the way, is Spiro Spirogopoulos. <laughs> like, is that his actual name? That's the character's name. Okay. Oh, oh okay. Um. So anyway, he's he's just like, oh, you like it to art. Uh, hey. <laughs> I don't think that guy was like that at all. <laughs> he had an accent. He had like okay. a Balky accent of just oh, like, yeah, where the fuck of. are you from? Yeah. <laughs> the Upper West Side. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're like the buzzing <laughs> Um But yeah, he, he just so, got, he goes off to get money. Yeah, he's like, hey, six pies. That's thirty six dollars. He's like, all right, you no, stay here. I'll be it was back. a weird amount. Like that was bugging me. It was, was like thirty two dollars. Yeah, it was, it was just like, like, how did you come to that? <laughs> <laughs> like, who set the fucking prices? For Six doesn't go into thirty two. <laughs> Have you seen Angelina? <laughs> well, She's just, obviously not stable. Well, the first pizza was like eleven dollars, and then the two pizzas at the hospital were twelve dollars, and I was like, you get another pizza for a dollar? What is this, Little Caesars? <laughs> Five dollars and thirty three cents a pie. 
Oh, the, mm-hmm. sure. That's easy to remember. Yeah. Maybe it was a special. Maybe it was like, uh, you know. You buy two pizzas, you get one free. Who knows? Or maybe it was $6 <laughs> a pizza. You, you bought five, get one free. Yeah. 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 That, that, yeah. Sure. Whatever. Right. Anyway, sure. this guy disappears for a little bit, a little bit, and then some, who, there was another person in the room. It was another oh, it was one the, of it was the elevator. Mario yeah, yeah. Was but he was, he was pretending to be the elevator yes. operator, <laughs> and like, huh? Yes. <laughs> and just like he's he's admiring because you know these are all nude statues. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's nude plaster statues slash real people doing stage freeze that are supposed to be plaster statues for right. partic- no particular reason other than they probably couldn't afford more plaster statues. Uh, mm-hmm. And then vagina pictures, all like oh, paintings, oh, yeah. as like, far as the eye can see. Yeah, <laughs> huge vaginas. Yeah, fields of vaginas. <laughs> There's one that's like a, it's like an apple, but the core is a vagina, and the sides of the apple look like a butt. It's good. It's good. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> it's, it's, it's very. Good. It's yeah. Georgia O'Keeffe mm-hmm. uh, in her fruit phase. <laughs> <laughs> Right, still uh, vaginas, but still, fruit. But you know, fruit too. Um, I'm painting more so, fruit now. So you know, Joey is very interested about everything, and he's getting like very close to one statue of, of a naked lady, and uh-huh. is like, "Oh, look at that!" Yeah. And then guy comes from behind him and pushes him into that statue, yes. causing the statue to fall and break everywhere. And he's just like, he also commented about how expensive they were. Like one he was looking at was thirty thousand. Thirty thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah. So he broke the thirty thousand dollars statue, and apparently off off camera, his punishment. Was you've got to be the statue instead. Yes. Right. So he has been plastered up mm-hmm. and now he has to be this naked dude. Where he is wearing a, a somewhat uh, some fake fig leaf thing. A giant like, starfish looking fig leaf. Yeah. <laughs> a giant plaster starfish right. looking fig leaf. Mm-hmm. Boy, but this goes weird places. <laughs> yeah. So most of the time it's just him standing around with some socialite type people walking around being like, oh, the old scene just isn't what it used to be and everything. Oh, mm-hmm. look at yeah. this butt. I know. Just like, like this is grotesque nudity and everything and all. It doesn't need to be there. And of course, it's just like fart noise because <laughs> his ass is like right in the camera. And, and she's just like, she literally does some sm- smell the fart acting because. She does. She's just like <laughs> she's like hmm, mm-hmm. delightful but <laughs> gross. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that lady's a porn star. Hmm. Um, Great. Um, then uh, Angelina comes to this gallery for some strange reason. It she is, she is, has had her bad. Yeah, she has had is, her. Is that what it guilt is? Moment. I think so. She's like, oh, yep. I gotta help Joey. Sure. Or I don't remember them specifically. Like, or, I don't or know. Well, dialoguing, uh, saying that she had some, you know. Heel turn, face also, turn. Also, Spider she, has she called. She did have a moment. Yeah. Also, Spider has called Joey's mom. Yes. And has been like, "Hey, you should come check out this gallery. You might like what you see." <laughs> is that what happened? I know? She said that her her or he said that her son was there and in trouble or something. Oh. Mm-hmm. And that's why she that's why she went. I must. Down there. This must have been the part where I tuned out because I don't even remember that phone call. I thought his mom just showed up at this gallery randomly, but no, nope, she nope. she was called to arrive but, there. But long before the mom shows up, Angelina is just running around and he's just like, "I can't leave. I broke a statue and I'll be in trouble." And she's just like, "Oh, well, what do you need?" And she's like, "Well, actually, I gotta go." And so there's this whole weird thing of like. This is long after she's just kind of been standing near the statue for long periods of time. Mm-hmm. And then eventually she's just like, I got to go. And she's like, yeah, that's what I've been trying to say. We should get out of here. And he's like, no, I got to go. So got to go, go. You, you got to help me because I can't move. Get a champagne glass. Take it out. So, <laughs> yeah, she helps him piss into three champagne glasses. He fills three champagne glasses each time just making a face like, oh, yes. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah, so he fills three glasses, and you're like, all right, I've seen a movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Except that, like, 
the same socialite lady and another guy come over and are again like bourgeois, <laughs> you know, <laughs> right. fart noise art scene in yes. New York. Get to be some champagne, yeah. gentleman and person. <laughs> instead of doing the like, oh, I've I've had champagne in my life. This is uh, clearly not that spit take time. They just they go, they go and then just can keep talking and be like, they, it's awfully warm. The guy isn't makes it? a face yeah. and the. They, the they lady sit, just keeps on talking. They, and, they, they sit piss. Yeah. No, ramica- no ramifications. Out there. No. It's just like, it's warm in here, isn't it? Yeah, the champagne's warm and flat. Anyway. The joke that you do here is that, so she takes a, a sip and then launches into more of her dumb bullshit. And you just, what you're supposed to do is wait about halfway through this and then she just freezes. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> but they don't even do that. They just keep drinking it, and they're like, oh, this is warm and not flat. Um, so anyway, and nothing comes from that. It's nope. just, there's no, like, who gives a shit? Like, what? Nope. It's just like you made the rich people drink piss. Yeah. Congratulations. Uh-huh. Way to go, Joey. Um, Suck and piss, then, rich fucks. That's when his mom comes in, right. and it's just like, oh, no, it's my mom. I got to get out of here. Because she's like, oh, I know this ass anywhere. It's my baby well, boy. Yeah, because he's like, I gotta hide my face. So while no one's looking, he quickly like, gets into a different position, which is ass up, yeah. face down, ass up. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and she is like immediately like, I know that ass anywhere. Uh-huh. I wiped your poopy butt. Yep. Um. And that birthmark. <laughs> <laughs> and then for some reason, just slaps him in the ass with his purse. Also, I spanked him. And then mm-hmm. he's like, Ah, mom. And everyone's like, What? Oh, oh it's you're a dude. So much trouble. What the shit? Oh, well, well. they. The reason that he couldn't move or go anywhere is because the guy said that the last person that broke something ended up in the East River. Right. So there was a threat of death yes. or the threat of at least going into the East River. Right. Sure. But then it just, it, it come, you know, after he falls down because his mom spanks his pretty much naked ass. The kinder. police show up. No, because the guy like leans down and is like, I'm going to see you for $10 million. And then we don't see the police show up. It's just, it's just hard cut to. Right. Yeah, there are no paddy wagon. Yeah. His mom, Angelina, and a police van, and again, like it's a it's a weird sort of thing. Like I would never do this if I had a time machine, but there is a weird there is <laughs> man. A, I can't wait for where the sentence is going. <laughs> there is there is a weird part of me with movies like this that when you're watching them now, you're just like, man, if I could just shape and mold a a couple of things, mm-hmm. this would be mm-hmm. a thing that people talked about being weird and funny and mm-hmm. like, you know, like it just be a weird thing. Like, man, this is like the repo man of breakdancing. Yeah. You know, like this is fucking yep. weird ass thing. Yep. But there is a point for comedy in this because there is just a dead long silence of this cop just kind of sitting there with them that we've never been introduced. And I was just expecting the like, you could make this hilarious by having this cop just be like. Oh uh, yeah, the old broken, you know, broken statue, mm-hmm. you know, pizza delivery. Mom spanks his naked ass, <laughs> p- champagne piss drinking yeah. thing. Just ah. another Friday in New York, am I right? You know, like something along those lines. Yeah. But you know, it's like something where he's just like, I. This is same old, same shit, different day kind yeah. of mentality. Oh well, but no, it's just it's a silent moment until like he gets back to the competition, and and all of a sudden, despite all all of us seeing is just a wordless paddy wagon ride. It's like. Get in there and win that competition. Go. Yeah. It's like, go, Rocky. And <laughs> we're almost to the final competition, which, you know, spoilers, they win. But the best, I think this is the best joke in the whole fucking movie because this guy shows up. He's still not like no one's given him like a handy wipe or anything just like to try to, you know. Oh, yeah. No, he's still covered in plaster yeah. paint. 
nothing to try to clean up. He is just like full on, like bare ass. White as a ghost, like wearing yeah. a weird starfish fig leaf thing. Uh-huh. Yep. And just there is one random tall dude in the in the crowd that he's trying to push back, and he just stops at this guy, and he's like, "Hey." You got any shorts? And the guy's just like, why, yes, I do, actually. And right just, here in my breast pocket. Just reaches into his jacket and pulls out a pair of gym shorts and hands it to this guy. And I was like, fuck. That's a good joke. If this whole movie had just <laughs> leaned into dumbass shit like that, it would be so much my jam. But it doesn't. Hmm. Anyway, there's one more guy, right? Or are we done? Did we, did we do all the no, guys? There's all, that's, that's, that's all the guys. guys. There, I mean, there's, like, the, uh, there's Izzy. There's the older brother. Who they're like, oh, yeah. all three okay. guys are missing. Why we, did I think we're missing one more? Yeah, they're like, hey, Izzy, you're going to have to dance because. And he's like, no. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm too old. That's pretty I'm much it. Old. He's like, I'm too old. Yeah. I can't do it. I'm, I'm out of out of shape. shape. Yeah. And then he does it. He does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because what happens is so like both teams take the stage mm-hmm. and, you know, Char- Charlie Rock rocks the house and raps and tells them what to do via the power of rap. And they do it. And there's like windmills forever. Like everyone just goes into windmills and it's just well, like... it's windmill time. They, it's it's like a the first half, at least the first half, is a a legitimate skills competition. They're like mm-hmm. he's like uh, rapidity rap, uh, do your crap. Um, I couldn't remember the rap or or come up with a rap. So that's what you get. Rapidity rap, do your crap. Yes. I have rapped too many times on this podcast. Sure, uh, in the intros at least. But he's rapped too many times, and now he's all out of rhymes. <laughs> yes, uh, doing any more? My name is BJ. And I'm here to like say some crimes. Um, <laughs> I like to podcast on uh, the U.S. every Wednesday. <laughs> oh man, you had one rhyme left in you. Yeah, that's great. One, one more. Yeah, but um, yeah, I like I I really like the skills competition. It's like it's sort of like the like the NBA All Star Game because you're gonna get. <laughs> Like, okay, yeah, you're gonna get like the the actual versus battle eventually, and that's mm-hmm. your that's your freestyle stuff. Uh-huh. But before you get like the three point, uh, you sure, know, the dunk competition, yeah, yeah, yeah. three point shooters, the sure. dribbling, all that. Mm-hmm. It's like put skill against skill, and so they all go out there. They do windmills, they do head spins, they do ducktails, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. Uh, and then, <laughs> and then there's like then it comes to the freestyle portion. Mm-hmm. And Spaceman, we haven't really described Spaceman. Oh, no, yeah, we should talk about Spaceman. But he's got... That's Spachippin. Spachippin. But he's got, like, pointy silver elf ears. He always has a shitload of glitter in his hair. Yep. It, it varies from either a lot of glitter to so much glitter that it changes the color of his hair. Wait, was mm-hmm. that glitter? I thought at one point it was just snow. I figured like, like, it looked at one point when they were outside like it had been it was snowing just, just on that guy. Okay. But it's glitter. All right. Yeah, it's just a shitload. Yeah. A shitload. Um, he looks like what a Vegas showgirl in some sort of like 60s sci-fi review would be dressed like. Yeah, exactly. Silver all over, yeah. uh, like a silver puffy vest with a big collar. Uh, headband, mm-hmm. like the the silver elf ears. He's basically he, a, he's basically a rock alien. Yes, yeah, <laughs> yes, he is a rock alien, and he does not speak any language known to man. It but it's sounds... also it's also like stupid work talk. It's yeah, like the first time he came up, I was just like, wait, what was because it's all badly. <laughs> Lots of these liked. people have been hard to understand, right? But and then, then this that guy, guy especially, and I was like, just like. Has my brain actually broken? <laughs> but then, like, literally later in the movie, he's just going bippity boopity boppity boopity bippity boppity boo. Yeah. It sounds like uh, pig Latin or it's, egg Latin um, 
or Esperanto. whatever they call it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's Esperanto. That, that's that would not be a made-up language, hilarious. Chuck. That's uh, real. Right, it's sorry. It's a real made-up language. <laughs> um, but it sounds like one of those like kids' language where you yeah. like you put egg in in every syllable or whatever. But I couldn't figure I couldn't figure it out. It's weird. Um, <laughs> yeah. As a um, um one say, ue ikpe ikpe atnle. It's not pig Latin. Oh. It's like that. Yeah. Um, so he comes out and does a little dance, and then their <laughs> their guy with the I just I we needed to describe him, mm-hmm. um, and then their sort of version of him, their freestyle dancer, little pop lock dude, comes out and does a little dance. Yeah. And then they basically just start a fucking Donnybrook at yes. some like at some point. Yep. They dance just, fighting happens. Like, they, yeah, they break dance fight. But it's yeah. weird because some of them are legit trying to kill each other. And some of them are just like, hey, let's dance. Because <laughs> there is legit dancing happening. I don't know how to fight, but I know how to dance. <laughs> but like the dude who spins another dude on his head for a yeah. while in the middle of this, you're just like, oh, they're just doing it. They're just having fun. But then, no, he spins that dude right off his head. <laughs> yeah. Get fucked. It's <laughs> just like, I wound you up and now go. <laughs> Get in the fucking seat. yeah. Uh, so what happens is everyone ends up in a pile, <laughs> pretty much. Well, they they're half tired, half you know, like uh, just you know they've been beaten up and they're exhausted and yeah. they've all fallen into and now a it's pile. T- it's yeah. time for the post dance puppy pile. <laughs> <laughs> so like Izzy's like, I guess I got no choice. I got to get up there and dance. Yeah, because the the the. <sighs> God, there's so many like side characters that don't mean anything to this, but it's like somebody is explaining that like, well, just based on sheer people alone, they got more points. The devil dogs, that is, and if yeah, they there's like four judges furiously making if, notes if they throughout don't all this, do something, then you know the delivery yeah. boys are gonna lose, yeah. and that's when Izzy steps up and starts doing some moves, which is right about the time all the other people are getting back from their shenanigans and also get on the stage. They they have dunked uh, Mario Van Peebles into a giant vat of chili mm-hmm. during the Donnybrook, uh, to which he takes a bite of the chili, and then when they cut back to them, he says in his terrible accent, just like, hey, chili man. <laughs> it's so dumb. It's so Why is it? It's so good. Uh, so anyway, Izzy gets up on stage, he starts dancing, and then uh, the guy who got shorts gets up there, and mm-hmm. he starts dancing. And then they go grab the guy, the the first guy, Max, who went to the lady's house and is still dressed like a lady. Mm-hmm. And they well, pull- he didn't have time to change. He did get some sneakers. Though. Yeah, they did give him sneakers, but they pull him out of the pile. And then suddenly he has energy again and they're all dancing. And one by one, they just pull Chuck, all they, of they delivered energy. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. Oh, the deliver. I get. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. get it. So that was, that was the real power of that. That's the power they made the whole time. Yeah, great. Yeah. Uh, so one by one, they pull everyone out of the pile, and they all just start doing a routine, which kind of ends in like a cheerleading pyramid thing, uh-huh. where they just they form a pyramid, and then each of them do a backflip off the pyramid, and then they're like, "Hey, spirit fingers, we win!" And everyone's like, "You're right, you do win! Yay!" Mm-hmm. And we're like, "Okay, this yeah, this film has ended. It's over. Yeah." Uh, nope. no, <laughs> no, they decide to have a barrel fire like down by the river. And uh, <laughs> uh what's her name? Angel Angelina, is that Angelina, name? Yeah. she's she's busted out a guitar uh-huh. and is playing it. And then Max starts singing this fucking ballad, Harry Nilsson fucking ballad <laughs> thing. It's oh, it's god, weird. it's so awful. It's not just weird, it's awful. And they just they just pan the line of all these people. And I think that the other team is in there too. They're all just yes. hanging yeah. out. It's it's um, <laughs> it's 
Is there a line of demarcation? <laughs> no, 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 no. I just forgot names. Um, it's Delivery Boys and mm-hmm. Devil Dogs. Devil Dogs. Delivery Boy, Devil Dog. Delivery okay. Boy, Devil Dog. It's okay. like it's alternating. Boy girl, boy girl. Boy yeah. Girl. No, boy devil, boy devil. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yep. Um, yeah, and it's kind of it's it's him singing the song with Mario Van Peebles out of the way with his evil influence gone that really they were all just friends. They mm-hmm. sh- yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the, the the real friends they made along the way were that they all hated Mario Van people. Oh right, <laughs> they were like, ah, yeah, that's that was the real treasure. Like they were guy. breaking out in song, and <laughs> it, it just doesn't like if it. Mm-hmm. There are Mario other Van kinds Peebles of was breaking them apart. Yeah. yeah, there are other like styles of ballads other than just going full fucking. Like I said, it's, it's like, a, a, like it, the fucking love theme from right. But at the wrong time. Mm-hmm. Like, this should be... Like, credits should be scrolling as this is happening. Right. Instead, we get 10 minutes of ballad yeah. and then an yeah. additional 10 and then minutes credits. of credits. Because it, it pans them. It, it goes down the line and intercut with images from earlier in the film. Sure. And then it starts over again and pans down the line. And then I think it starts over again and pans down the line. Yeah. And then the movie ends. Yeah. Because what happened? It just, the camera just pans up. <laughs> And is just like, oh, we're in New York, so here's the World Trade Center. Yep, Twin Towers. There you go. Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs> yeah, and then the movie ends. Delivery Boys is over. I believe BJ said too soon, to which I said, no, that song went on fucking forever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Stargrove. Yeah, sadly, multiple. Yeah, that opening song. There were at least that three. That opening song is just about delivery boys. It's not about these delivery boys. They're delivery boys. They're gonna do the thing. They're delivery boys. I hate the songs with a fiery passion, <laughs> but there are at least three Stargrove yes songs yeah, in this. Yeah, because there's also um fucking rich kid gets his own theme too yeah. at one point in time. Yeah. He's a rich kid. Yeah, and he don't. Right. <laughs> it's not that, but yeah. oh, sorry. <laughs> Yeah, Stargrove, definitely. I'm not, I'm not All right. they're not good, but no. Stargrove, absolutely. Uh who wants to go first? I'll go first. Okay. This one is real back and forth for me. Mm-hmm. I Well, this isn't gonna help you. My rating anyway. Yeah, because it's what, one jocks? No. No. Four jocks. No. Five bags. No. Six bags. No. Some some other one of our ratings. Why right. Don't you just, yes. Why don't you just <laughs> say the rating you're thinking of? <laughs> Uh, I guess I'm going to be Mackie this week. This is a five jocks movie. <laughs> this thing is amazing. That was me, actually, I think, with the last one where everyone was like, what the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> this thing is why I love finding obscure weird shit, because this is the most what the fuck is this movie? Like, who is this movie for? I don't. It, it has that same kind of Tammy and the T-Rex energy of. What the fuck are you even doing? Like, what is this? What What were you thinking? It. I don't know. It's got. It's got break dancing. It's got Mario Van Peebles fucking going for it in the weirdest possible way. Every scene, as when the plot kicks off, every scene is like, what is this? Like, what? Like, just you know, like okay, lady's gonna seduce the delivery boy. Fine, I've seen a movie, but then it's just like, and now two weird German scientists are gonna inject this guy with goo and make him try to get a boner. It's like, why? Uh, and then the the weird art party at the end. It the, the whole thing is baffling and weird. And to me, I found it incredibly charming, and I laughed my ass off. It's not a good movie, but it's a great fun movie. Five jocks. Hmm. Really. 
Yes. Great fun movie. Great. I had great. I had big fun. Fuck. Well, I mean, it's not <laughs> five jocks. Don't worry about that. <laughs> yeah. I'm here's the thing. I'm actually fluctuating right on the fucking line of mediocrity or mediocrity because it's like <laughs> this is either a jocks or a bag for me. Okay. Because like I, I think I'm ah, like this fucking hurts me because like th- this movie's bad and not there's a lot of good what the fuck. There's about there's- 20, 30 minutes of bad what the fuck. And the really bad what the fuck is not fun at all. Like when they're just breakdancing and it's just like, yeah, I've seen the fucking basics of breakdancing and that's all you're doing for minutes at a time. It is not fun. But when it gets into the weird joysticks-esque fucking dumbass sexcapades or whatever, it's it's joysticks. It's it's kind of watchable. I, I don't know. Like there's still a lot of what the fucks. I, 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 I'm going to land on a single jocks as much as that kind of pains pains me to yeah, give a movie like this like a positive <laughs> rating. rating yeah. yeah, but I mean, like, this is so fucking weird that I have to admit that you should probably see it. I There's a large swath of this movie I was not enjoying at all. And coupled with the fact that, I mean, this is a Blu-ray. We, we tried as hard as we could to make this watchable. And and the dialogue is still fucking. Inc- I mean, I I toyed around with if there's even subtitles on there. I thought about turning them on. There's not. Yeah, okay. yeah. Well, I didn't think that was an option considering the the movie the menu was <laughs> there's play no movie s- bonus, and yeah. I didn't figure subtitles were a bonus. Yeah, no no setups. Um, uh, so I don't, I don't know. Like it's 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 a weird ass movie. It's just there are long parts of it that are not even fun, weird, bad. It's just bad, bad. And I, I think the the main thing that was annoying the piss out of me. Is that when they were filming the break dances, they were filming them way too fucking close. Like, yeah, they're, like there was a camera yeah. hovering over the people doing like the, the windmills things. And I was just like, this is actually just making me nauseous because it's like watching a fucking tilt a whirl. Like, I honestly think that's why I feel weird because like there was so much of that. Just like it's too close. And you're like, I think your brain is it's like that VR thing where my brain was just like, no, you're going to get kicked in the face. You know, so like my, the whole time I'm just like wanting to pull back. Mm-hmm. Because you know danger, <laughs> and you know not being able to because it's a fucking movie, right? Uh, again, loose loose terms, right? Yeah. So one jocks. Well, yeah. Watch it if you can. <laughs> if you can find it, it's, it's fucked up. I will admit that. Okay. This is weird because I want a lot of the time my rating kind of depends on should you see it, like especially when we're in when I'm in this either low jocks or bags territory. It's a should you see it. Uh, sort of judgment call. Um, but I'm going to do something a little bit weird for me and give this two bags, but you should see it. <laughs> it is not enjoyable to watch, but there are moments of insanity that make it worth the price of admission. You'd be better off finding like a, a what the fuck supercut of this movie somehow, which does not exist. Um, and supercut w- is on this Blu-ray and it's 90 minutes long. <laughs> uh, no, because there's a lot of actual fucking trash. Um, it's not 90 minutes of like awesome, you know, bank to bank. Yeah. I mean, it's... like you could have cut out everything to do with Max getting the bike back. Like he, he should have probably like kissed the girl and like, you know, maybe, three seconds of just like him going down the street in a lady's dress and people, somebody going like, huh? And then like, he just shows up at the competition. Like none of that was necessary. I didn't care about him. Like, Oh, you're struggling. Cause you're wearing a dress. You can't go down the weird steps on the passenger part of the Brooklyn bridge. Yeah. Eh. You know, honestly, they should have thrown in a, like 
like a, a wicked witch somehow he's like riding along next to a bus that has a triangle on it that makes it look like a witch's hat mm-hmm. and then see this is what i'm yeah. saying just go back in time and fix yeah fix shit and turn it into a cult classic yeah i can i can write this movie i got okay. this um <laughs> but yeah there's that pretty much the first half of this movie is like oh fucking get on with it jesus christ like i just don't have the patience for that and i I was real close for about 10 or 12 minutes. I was like, oh, I'm about to fucking fall asleep. Uh, don't do it. Don't do it. There's only three of you. You have to be, you have to pay attention. Um, but yeah, it's just not, it's, it's not enjoyable to me, except for like two or three, because I was sitting there pretty much silent and Chuck, Chuck was cackling throughout the entire fucking thing because it's great and I'm sitting there just like stone-faced like okay all right when are we gonna get to a joke okay so two bags fuck it I think I think you should probably watch it at the same time it's weird I, I think he cackled was it there was one of the sound effects noises that you cackled the hardest at because it was so like oh yep that's the noise you play when you touch that body part I don't know if it was. Oh, like, it was the inflatable boner. Well, there was the inflatable boner that popped up, but then also like the um the lady's dad grabbed the guy's fake hooter. Oh yeah, and it went like a honk, honk and it was like, oh <laughs> yep, really? Yep. Like it was like, oh yeah, yeah. Chuck is seven years old. It's okay. <laughs> it's just it, it is. I will admit it is funny when once in a while when it's like we have now learned, you know, unless you're fucking Disney Channel and you're you're. Not even it's not even lowest common denominator. It's like you're 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 marketing towards people's brains that aren't fully formed. And so like there's something kind of refreshing about going back to a time when it was like, oh yeah, that's that's the sound effect you do for touching a boob. Yeah. <laughs> you right. know? Like, Honk. Yeah. Yeah. And and that old car car horn noise that even car horns don't make anymore. Just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> or honk honk, yeah. Anyway. All right, let's take a break, shall we? Okay. Welcome back. Hey, hey. Featuring special guest. It's Skypey. I mean, Mackie. Me. <laughs> Skypey, Mackie. Hey, guys. <laughs> Hashtag, hey, guys. Hashtag, hey. welcome back to the podcast after your hey, brief half episode hiatus. Yeah, I, I took some time off. I didn't want to watch the Newsboys or whatever the hell you watched. And yes, we watched yeah. Newsies. We watched Newsies. Real good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I heard there was breakdancing. Uh, That's all I know. Maybe. Not as advertised. Oh, <laughs> uh, I mean, there well there was a lot of break dancing, uh, but you didn't miss much. Yeah. So, right. um, I kind of have some weird theme stuff that I could lump my movies together. Uh, I, I guess let me say this because I don't I don't want to like step in and necessarily monopolize this because I don't we didn't really discuss how many movies you have how new they are yada yada. I do have one brand spanking fucking new movie, so I figured I should probably lead with that maybe. Okay. Do it. I mean, I have two 2020 movies, so they, they, they kind of feel like the ones that need to be talked about first. Do them. Okay. Well, I, I do not remember. I believe we were taking some correspondence, and somebody was pretty hype about uh, us getting on the Invisible Man train, uh, considering how much we, we hyped the shit out of uh, Upgrade. 
Yeah. And uh, yes. I believe Evan on Twitter was a big, uh, right. Big proponent. Um, so yeah, I, I watched the invisible man. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> that story went places. Yeah. Did you, did you <laughs> see the man? Um, <laughs> what man? How is John Cena as an actor? He's fine. <laughs> okay. Oh, I got, I got all my jokes in. Okay. Good. Uh, cool. yeah. I mean, it's a five-star movie for me. That movie's fucking fantastic. Oh God. Oh, thank God. <laughs> yeah. I mean, oh, good. It's, 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 it's marvelously made marvelously acted. I, I kind of loved everything about it. Um, and honestly, like I'm trying to think like what to say, because the only thing I'd heard prior to this besides, Hey, you know, I saw a trailer and was like, okay, that looks interesting. Didn't put together who made it or anything. And then someone was like, Hey, the guy who made the new invisible man movie made upgrade. And was like, what? Suddenly more interested now. Mm-hmm. And the only thing I kind of heard otherwise was, the level of stress you will feel depending on gaslighting, I guess, <laughs> you know, just like what's your tolerance level for like people in a movie, just not believing a victim. And despite all, you know, all, all the evidence, all, that we've yeah, seen. all the evidence we've seen mm-hmm. and just like, how the fuck is this not right? You know, coming together, but it's, it never reached some feverish pace where I was like, Oh, I actually feel ill. You know, because like that's what I was kind of prepping myself for, and that's all. Like I was like, I'm just going to watch this movie. And that's the only thing that got stuck in my brain because I didn't want it to, and I was just expecting like uh, I might not enjoy this because I might have a tolerance level of like, holy shit, just fucking, how can this be going so perfect for the asshole mm-hmm. <laughs> versus like the victim? And I, I, it never, it like I feel like this movie does a really good job of like where you're just about the time you're you're like, what the fuck? Like something will happen. And it's just like, oh, okay cut a break and something you know it never reaches like a a, a a level where it's just like i am so unbelievably pissed right now that i, I you know i'm gonna scream internally um you do get that way but like i said it, it has nice little dips where it's like just about the 10th time the tension builds there's a breaker you know and it's just like ah oh, well things aren't better but at least they've transitioned from this quagmire we're in currently you mm-hmm. know and into the next one um, but yeah, it's just, it's marvelously made like okay. top to top to bottom. So good. Yeah. I mean, the only other thing I'll say, just commenting, I, I disagree. I understand that like we've kind of narrowed our quote unquote genres down, uh, to, to just basic levels, mm-hmm. but I, I kind of, I, this is going to be weird. Cause I feel like I've, I've, I've actually argued exactly against this same point here, but what we collectively have come to call horror, right? This is in that genre, yeah. Because and it needs a place on you know digital services to uh, appear. Sure, I will argue. Yes, it's horror, but just don't expect. It's more in the old eighties VHS days. It's a thriller. Like horror yeah. implies mm-hmm. like some supernatural, like a suspense thriller. Yeah, like horror tends to you know suggest something supernatural or something that's not generally going to happen to you. Mm-hmm. Like I, I think I've been on this podcast in the past advocating that. To me, the the scariest horror things are like Night of the Hunter, Silence of the Lambs, you know, Alien, because, yes, we don't have aliens or giant space trucks, but it's all so believable to the point that it's like, okay, in that situation, it is a believable plot, Mm -hmm. you know, just like, hey, what's this thing do? And next Mm -hmm. thing you know, you're fucked. Mm -hmm. Um, Like I said, I've argued that, like, the realistic horror is far more horror than Jason, Freddy, ghosts and shit like that. Um, So ghosts are real. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I won't. I won't argue. I don't care. But, but yes. I mean, 
I'm just saying, like, do not expect, like, oh, there's going to be some fucking supernatural blah 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 explanation. I, yeah. And the last point I want to make is there's something about this dude's films. Um, I'm going to lump in one that I know it's not him, but like between Ex Machina, Upgrade, and this, two out of the three, I want to live in the villain's house so bad. <laughs> <laughs> like, where they were fighting for this shit is amazing. And honestly, they're, they're like this may be a reused location from Upgrade. That's just like redressed. It is just this cool ass like future fucking house. And mm-hmm. I just I want to live in these places so much. I mean, this was not like super futury. It's just like wow, right. this is a badass house. I, th- I think they're all in Australia. We just have probably to, yeah have to leave. <laughs> but anyway, just just last little side note. I think I want to make. Mm-hmm. Um, and if if I had to make a theme for what I'm lumping these movies together, it's uh it's women in trouble or with troubles <laughs> women with troubles yeah lady troubles okay oh <laughs> not not those kind of lady mm, troubles just oh. like you know because obviously this is you know invisible man is about what it's about and the next thing is <laughs> it, a man who's invisible uh-huh obviously. Okay. Oh. right it's really more about the woman the the, the man is just a, a catalyst so it should be called mm. the visible woman it should be called the visible woman but you know we're just not in that society <laughs> Next thing you know, the feminazis will make that happen. It's really more about the visible woman than the invisible man. Yes, that is very accurate to this movie, actually. Um, The next movie I watched, uh, only because it's new. Well, I'm only going based off of uh, age, and this is a fairly new movie. I watched Horse Girl, the movie that, all right, this appeared on Netflix, and I I would forgive you for being like, oh, another movie that popped up on Netflix I've never heard of. Um, Horse Girl was all over Netflix. It's okay, the what's her face? Yeah, it's, it's Alison Brie. Yeah, okay. and mm-hmm. and uh, some other people that you might recognize in it, but I, you know, not she's the main star of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, my letterbox review, and I know we just were just joking about this, but we've we've we enter weird territory with movies like this, where even just saying what I'm about to say could be construed as a, as a spoiler, mm-hmm. and I. I do not know where the cutoff is because this is one of those movies where I feel like half of me is like, go in blind and see what this movie becomes. And the other half of me is like, no, you need just a little bit of prep for where this movie fucking goes. Right. And is it a surprise? It's not a surprise per se. It's just, the movie starts as one weird kind of movie and morphs into a completely different kind of weird kind of movie by the end. Mm. And okay. I, this is, I, I'm going to say it and I apologize uh, if you, if you want un, unfreshness, but like not as weird, but similar to sorry to bother you. I'm oh, saying, I haven't seen that either. So I'm good. So I'm saying like you start watching one movie and you're like, this is a weird situation. And then by the end you're like, what in the living <laughs> fuck is happening right now? Right. So wait, so you say horse girl and then you say, Sorry to bother you. Right. I'm not saying it goes in the same similar. I am just saying that the movie you start watching is so far from the movie that is happening by the end of it that okay. it, it feels like it bears some kind of disclaimer. Okay. And and I horse people notwithstanding. Horse people notwithstanding. Um. Yes. I. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I get I'm with you. Um. But yeah, it's just it's a study in possible insanity but also kind of gives you that glint of like maybe it's not <laughs> you know it's it's this like unreliable narrator thing wrapped in this uh what we're being shown with maybe also 
Mm-hmm. I don't know. All right. When it's okay. all over, it's a it's a thing. It's a it's a thing. I like so it. So would you recommend it? I I would only with that small caveat of of like mm-hmm. just know this is not going to be like some normal movie. You know, this is not going to be some run of mill like you know. Here's a weird little drama about the quote unquote horse girl from school. I think everyone like had mm-hmm. one growing up, didn't they? Like, so oh, he yeah. was just like they're, way, they're... way, like way too into horses. Yeah. And even when they grew up, it's like maybe you yeah. should. Grow... I've seen those videos. <laughs> maybe For, you should uh, I mean... not care about horses as much <laughs> anymore. Uh, yeah, like I said, it's just it's a it's just one of those things where part of me like is, is I'm equally divided of like cinema is supposed to shock you and not be run of the mill, and you should go into everything expecting to be surprised and delighted by the magical world of cinema. And then there are things where, because cinema has become so like, this is how a movie goes, and everyone's happy at the end. That when you have this weird thing like this, it's just like, I might want to warn you, shit's about to get weird. <laughs> That's all. Fair enough. Okay. Yeah. So, still would recommend it. It's on Netflix. It's obviously easily digestible. It's just yep. a weird ass thing. And now I will pause and move on because I, I might have more ladies in trouble, but uh, I will save it. Okay. Mackie, why don't so you is it, talk about is it? Is it my thing? turn? It is. Man, I revisited a movie that felt like it was time to rewatch it. And I watched re- <laughs> rewatched Idiocracy. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Apropos. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> what to say about Idiocracy at this point? Um, I mean, everyone knows all the jokes. It kind of, they still work. It's just that whole movie is all premise and not really plot, you know, and it doesn't, I guess the plot comes together better than Office Spaces does, but I think Office Space is a better movie with, strangely enough, more to say than Idiocracy does, if that makes sense, even though like everybody's like, holy shit, Idiocracy, it's a documentary now, isn't it? You know, and it's like, yeah, it kind of is, but. You know, yeah. I mean, they elected a president who talked the best shit. So, you know, life imitates art sometimes. And, I, I, th- uh, I think Office yeah, Space also suffers from, like, he was thinking about making that for way, way longer. You know, so yeah. it's, I think it's just like he made a short, you know, animated film and things like that. That's like by the time it came to make the movie, it was just like, well, you just got to f- find actors and stuff that match the things that are mm-hmm. already in your head for 10 plus years. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's it's funny that like kind of the most relevant thing for me was uh, the point when Brondo, the CEO, calls the cabinet and he's just like, our stocks dropped to zero and the computer automatically laid off everybody. What do we do? And it's like, yeah, uh, that's what the algorithm's going to do one day, isn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> totally yeah. is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. It's just it's it's one of those movies that's weird to watch now only because like everybody has said every joke that's in it at this point and a lot of times they get them wrong so it's almost like you watch it in the movie you're like wait no that's oh wait he said it like this okay uh huh all right then but yeah i mean it's still it's still well worth a watch you know it's it's still funny and sad and sad Yeah. yeah, I I mean I can I can still recommend it for sure, but it's still kind of a mess as well. 
like you know some of the some of the way like the backgrounds and some of the shots are just like oof they cut your budget big time didn't they well they just straight up didn't let them finish right yeah oh i I, my understanding yeah that that's why like huge chunks of it are just narration while some characters kind of talk to each other but Mm -hmm. they're huge swaths of that movie they're just like oh they didn't film this yeah Uh, but there's so much like little stuff you know like the latte with full release (laughs) <laughs> and just you know it's when he's like man I could go for a Starbucks and the one guy's just like we don't have time for hand jobs right now <laughs> yeah I, I, I like the uh, I don't know why the visual joke of Fuddruckers name changing <laughs> yep. throughout the years is just still great yep. Yep. yeah there's some real good jokes in there mm-hmm. and it's still better than extract yeah yeah I, I still haven't gone back to extract I I, I want to try it but I know that I'm going to just be bitterly disappointed by it and there's just no jokes in extract it's so strange it's just him making a movie about how he can't get laid anymore mm-hmm. it's like okay i'm sorry for you i guess yeah. <laughs> sucks i know it's not even the right movie but i know extract has um what's his face rest of all the guy just went out of my head jason Bateman. Jason, yes, jason thank you uh-huh. um like i know it's not even the right, right movie uh-huh. but like there was that one poster for Jason Bateman that oh, fucking ruined Switch. Jason, yeah, <laughs> fucking run Jason Bateman for me forever because he was just making that Jason Bateman DreamWorks face while he's looking at the test tube, and it's like for some reason my brain is just like, oh well, that's extract because you're gonna extract the juice into the test tube. But all I can see is just that like look, and it's just like, yeah, that fucking face that ruined mm-hmm. Jason Bateman for me forever. <laughs> that movie. Congratulations, the switch. You run Jason Bateman. Yeah. He uh he drank cum. Okay. I don't think I never watched the movie. That poster. I'd say that fucking poster. Yeah. Run Jason Bateman. A single image. That's that's what happened there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like yeah, extract. Obviously he's gonna jizz into the cup. Because the switch doesn't make any fucking sense for the title of a jizz cup on the poster. <laughs> So what, do you just propose they call it Jizz Cup? <laughs> sure. Well. Might as well. That's what Idiocracy would have called it. <laughs> yeah. True. 90 true. minutes of him making DreamWorks face into a Jizz Cup. Jizz Cup. <laughs> it won nine Oscars. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hey. Yeah. yeah. Sorry we hijacked you there. Sorry. Yeah. No, it's fine, man. Uh, yeah, I mean, that. It. like I said, it's still worth watching, but goddamn, it kind of hurts to watch in certain portions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I, I, I wish he'd been able to make the full movie he wanted to make. Cause I'd be really curious to see how it would have turned out. I, I was always amazed that he got to keep making them. Yeah. Like, especially extract, like, but third time around, it was like, why, who are you? Why? You, you don't trust him. You don't have any faith in them. Why do you keep letting are him? Are you make sure movies? he wasn't just self-funding at that point? I mean, I, he has a fuckload of money from views about sure. merchandising and everything. Like, he's, hell a, too. he's a rich motherfucker. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I watched a quick little thing about office space and he was, he was seriously thinking about just funding that himself. If he had that much money at that point, yeah. besides an office God. space being a f- big hit. Did he stick around for Silicon Valley like the whole time or did he pass it off to people by I, the end of it? I think it was like a J.J. Abrams to Lost kind of thing. I think yeah. he was kind of like... He was still like directing episodes and stuff. Okay. And he might have been in the writer's room still, but I don't think he was the lead writer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, 
I got TV unless you got other movies you want to talk about. I have two other movies, but go for it. Bring Do it. Them. Yeah. You want me to go? Sure. All right. Unless somebody else well, has I mean, things. Okay. I'll, I'll finish my... Keep going on my ladies issues thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I've, 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 Would I'm, you say you're going through a period? Uh, yeah, my, yeah. <laughs> at least an exclamation point. Um, uh, only, this is not one of those, like, you're wrong kind of... I feel like every once in a while when one of us watches this movie and it's just like... Burr. You know, uh, someone someone else on the podcast is like gonna turn around and watch and be like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Like trying to create debate. You talking about it was just reminding me that I want to watch it, and I watched Edge of Seventeen. Okay, I've been meaning to watch that movie for what almost three years now. Uh, I sure. mean, I mean, I think it came out in 2017. Pretty sure. Well, 2016. Holy okay. shit! So yeah, yeah. I'm surprised you hadn't yet because teenager movies are kind of your thing. They are kind of my thing. Um, I I, I mostly nearly 100 percent love this movie. Okay. Um. I don't, I'm not sure I'm with you on the, this, I think one of your chief complaints was like, it, it felt like one of those teen movies written by someone who was clearly not a teen anymore. Yes. I, I don't necessarily agree. I mean, I, I you Why? know, the, the, the Haley Steinfeld character is clearly wise behind her years or whatever you want to, you know, say that kind of character is. Mm -hmm. I feel like everyone else is what I know about teenagers fairly accurate to nowish, you know, like, I mean, other than like. The other, only because it was the joke in uh, one of the Jump Street movies. There's a point where she calls the, the, the hunky Asian dude who's also supposed to not be cool and hot. That's one of the, this movie's sins is like everyone's attractive and then they're trying to do the, well, you know, you're not attractive thing. Mm -hmm. um, but she calls him, like calls him on his phone and he's just like, hello. And it's like, I was so expecting like the who the fuck died. You know, <laughs> answer, right. answer the call. That was like the only thing where I was like, that's not realistic, you know, text. But um, yeah, no, I mean. I, it was I was going for part weird, but on my letterbox reviews because that's what people respond to on letterbox, and also I don't care about reviewing. It's more like I've started assigning star ratings just to keep them in my diary easier. Yeah. Um, yeah. But like this is basically don't be a dick. The movie, like that's that's literally the moral reason for this movie to exist is like don't be a dick. Yeah. I mean, it's fine to be charming, dick. Like how. Woody Harrelson and her banter, like, you know, right. just kind of being assholes to each other with, like, you know, a layer of love behind it, like like we do, you know, but it's like, you know, this is basically like, you're wrong if you think you're superior all the time. Like, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, I think one of the first things you can learn as a human and take to heart is that you don't fucking know everything. Right. And the smartest person who has ever lived, if you take the, all of the knowledge in the universe, they knew less than 1%, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know? And so, like, you know, no matter how awesome you are, you're you're not that great. You know, <laughs> it takes everybody to Word. make the world work. Yeah. You know, so I think that's just kind of like it's a it's a wholesome moral in an age where, you know, so many of these other things can be just glib and nihilistic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just it's a it's I, I, I don't know. I, I, I was I was with it. Am I only? My, my, I will. I will make the joke I made in Letterboxd only I can, so I can lead into what I'm going to talk about next. As uh, how many times are we going to have movies named after a popular song, <laughs> right? That don't include that song in it. Yep. Because <clears throat> the whole time I was just like, <clears throat> I don't even care if it's not Stevie Nicks. Like, yeah, somebody's got to be like a white winged dove, bot dove by the end of this fucking movie. Yeah, do the slow, sad <laughs> pop version of it now. Sure, I don't care if it's a cover. I mean, yeah, but I was just like, oh, it never came. You wonder if they're like, uh, yeah, we want to license a song for this movie that uses that as the name. And so the agent's immediately like, uh, yeah, that'll cost you four times as much as normal. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's why people do covers, though, because it's like either you can just do it 
or yeah. it's very cheap. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. It's weird. But yeah, I mean, that's super. No- I mean, I didn't give it a full five stars. It's not because of it missing the song or anything dumb like that. I mean, <laughs> my my joking things on Letterboxd. Was no, like, you would give it one star then. Yes, I would. True. Is because they didn't use the song and you name the movie after the song, which it's not Edge of 17 because she actually is 17. So your name of your movie doesn't even work and you named it after a pop song and it's not even there. So that whole thing is not that important. Right. Um, But also, like I said, just the like, how many damn movies are we going to pretend that like Haley Steinfeld is not gorgeous and smart and likable? You know, it's like it's just I know it's a TV trope thing, but it's like I'm so sick of like obviously gorgeous people being the ugly person in the group, you know, (laughs) it's just, Mm -hmm. it's like, okay. You know, like post not another team movie. Should we not have realized that maybe that was a dumb trope all along and stop doing it, but we keep going. We just keep going, you know? Yep. Yeah. Anyway. So I I jokingly said, well, I'm off to watch the only living boy in New York. (laughs) And I did go watch the only living boy in New York. All right. Um, does that have the song in it? It does. It has the song. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's and it's, it's one of those movies that's like it's not a parents movie because I know we've described things as that where it's just like that's a way you can spend two hours and it's <laughs> not going to offend anybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what was your? Uh, Somebody in the park was, was some president in the park was your ultimate like parents movie. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, Hyde Park on Hudson. There you go. But wasn't it about like some like person like riding in a horse drawn co- <laughs> carriage or something in the park? I don't fucking remember. Doesn't matter. But like it's... he gets a hand job from his cousin oh, is that know, <laughs> in, a, in a motorized carriage, okay. also known as a car. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck are we talking about? I don't remember what the fucking movie was. I did not watch it. It was the one where Bill Murray was like FDR. Okay, there you go. But no, that that was not a <laughs> that was not a parents movie. God, what I I'm trying to think of what the the prime example of it was. Oh, see, I thought it was that one. I thought it was like somebody who was playing a famous president or socialite or something like that. No, uh, like Rum Diary, the one with Johnny Depp. That's yeah. a total parents movie because like nothing fucking happens at all. There's no conflict. It just people hanging out in the '60s right. and then it's over. Yeah. But not like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I mean, so, all right. So, The Only Living Boy in New York, not quite a parents movie, but also just kind of semi by the numbers. It, it's like a by the numbers for intellectual, like, feel like you're watching a novel unfold movies, you know? Like, it, it's, it does, it, like, when it's all over, like, I was enjoying it while I was watching it. When it was over, it was like, yeah, okay, that's like I read a novelette. And uh, maybe I novella, yeah, <laughs> novelette. <laughs> I don't fucking read, obviously. Uh, <laughs> you got any of them novelettes? No, I'm saying like there are there are movies like about intelligent. <laughs> <laughs> that, They're I like the that. raisinettes of novels. <laughs> Let me get a box of novelettes. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just... It's like a rollo. It's, it's about East Coast elite, smart people uh-huh. who have smart, you know, discussions and talk about writers and art. All the people we were making fun of for tr- sipping champagne in the back of Delivery Boys. Yeah. However, them having stimulating conversations and things like that. Like a, like a Woody Allen movie without all the grossness, you know? Oh. <laughs> so, you know, just that, that kind of like, if you like, you know, smart, chatty people without having a possible pedophile as your lead actor... <laughs> Go watch the lonely living boy in New York, right. uh, you know, because <laughs> um, it, it it does kind of have that like 
smart people do dumb shit too, but also then maybe there's somebody amongst the group who's smart and writes a book about it and it's all okay in the end, you know, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's fine to watch. Like it, there is absolutely no reason to run out and see it, but it was perfectly acceptable and does in fact contain the Simon and Garfunkel song. So five jocks. Yeah. <laughs> I almost feel like there was something in the score was like using that into the score too like it wasn't like full Even on better. like here's an orchestral version of, of Simon and Garfunkel but it was like I'm pretty sure there's aspects of that song in the score so cool it's, it's fine okay it's, it, I mean it's an Amazon Prime thing so it's like you can you know easily again watch it if you happen to have Prime but hmm. it's fine it has a cast I mean it's got Jeff Bridges it's got Kate Beckinsale Pierce Brosnan you know like these people it's are fine it has a cast it has a cast people are in it I'm sorry like good <laughs> actor people are, are, are yeah. in it um, it's by the guy who made the spiders man it is yeah and 500 days of summer before that yeah i like that movie 500 days of summer yeah yeah hmm. that's got a musical number in it because mm-hmm. mm. he fucked <laughs> <laughs> i mean i'm just saying if there's ever a reason for a, a musical number it's a in good a movie, reason to have a musical number yeah yeah i just said yeah and it feels so anyway, is that it? Or? I mean, I watched one other movie, but I, I think I want to save it for next week. Okay. Because I think it's going to pair well with another movie I've been meaning to watch. Okay. And I would rather do weird little themes. Hey, man. Well, and, you and, your life. and also, I'm still thinking, I'm still formulating thoughts on it because it's not what the fuck like Horse Girl, but it's still kind of what the fuck. And I, I feel like I feel like I want to land on it better than I have right now. Okay. I think I know which one you're talking about, but yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I um, I mean, otherwise been watching TV and stuff, and nothing particularly important. Ooh, ooh, I don't have a lot. I don't want to say, but in, I might because Chuck might start asking me questions. Uh, I spoiler, I had never, and I think Chuck already knows this. I had never seen the Black Hole. <gasps> I've watched the Black Hole. Oh, yeah, Black Hole's good. Is it though? Oh fuck off! <laughs> no, I mean like <laughs> that. You want to talk about what the fuck endings? Yes. Now imagine being six years old and watching that. All right. I, I was trying to do some digging about who was in charge of Disney from about 1975 to about 1983. Because uh-huh. oh, they yeah. were fucking with kids. Yeah, they were. Like something wicked this way comes. And, yeah. Uh, uh, the Black Cauldron yeah. is fucking weird and yeah. dark. And the Watcher in the Woods. Yeah. They're yeah. doing some weird shit. Yeah. I mean, Tron is kind of fucked up for kids. Yes, really, it is. As a, as a kid's vehicle. Yeah. But, yeah. but the black hole is especially fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but it's it, got it, that cute little robot. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's fine. I did not hate the black hole. I'm just saying like when it was done, I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, Disney, especially during that time period, they didn't always play it safe. And I don't know if they just, if no one was paying attention when they made the black hole, but that ending now, from my understanding is that they were just writing the script every day on set. So, but I mean, I appreciate it from the standpoint shit. because I feel like were they trying to make a throwback sci-fi movie? Because it's like we had moved past this. Especially they, they were this. trying to make Star Wars. They were, yeah, like legitimately. They were like, we got to get a sci-fi thing out there. Whole. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they were like doing a cute uh, retro pastiche of like you know Logan's Run era mm-hmm. sci-fi, and it's like we had moved past this. No, this was hey, the kids like the Star Wars. Let's make one. Well, okay. Swing and a miss in that case. Because, <laughs> like I said, I mean, I was enjoying it from a cute, like, oh, yeah, like, sure. this is how sci-fi movies used to be. Yeah. Like, like, I mean, I was getting very strong, like, Forbidden Planet vibes and things like that, like that era. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, okay. They they were, like, 
trying to make a 50 slash 60 sci-fi movie in an era where Star Wars existed. I guess I can respect that. Well, they were trying to make they were trying to make a sci-fi movie in an era where you know, this at the time this rebel guy came out of nowhere and was like, I'm going to make you Star Wars, you know, it was just like, well that's different. And they were like, make one of those, but do it with a studio. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, okay. Yeah. I mm-hmm. mean, I feel I feel good that I've seen it. I mean, it's it's neat. It I mean, is, there, is, there's yeah. some there's some neat stuff in it, mm-hmm. even if it's silly in spots and some of it kind of drags. There's a bunch of running around at the end that is just like, okay, I get it. This ship is blowing up. I get it. It's just now we run through the jungle section of the ship. Now we run through the... I was getting a Force Unleashed 2 vibe from the end of that movie because <laughs> yeah. it's like, well, you just ran through all the levels you ran through before. <laughs> cool. Now they're just... Except they're Backwards. semi-exploding. Yeah. Sorry for the video game reference on a movie podcast, but that movie or that game sucks in that regard. It's three levels and then go back through the three levels that are now destroyed. Basically. Mm-hmm. Cool. But yeah, that's, that's, I think that's it. I think that's the last thing I watched that was like, I had never, ever, ever, ever seen this again. At least that I want to talk about. Right okay. Mackie, talk about TV. All right. Uh, started and finished Hunters on Amazon. Wow. The one with Al Pacino. I didn't think you would finish that. Uh, yeah, it gets... Okay, the first four episodes are bad. They're not good. Okay. It's not a good show. <laughs> okay. Once they finally get into the plot, it's like, okay, this is better. And yeah, but I mean, by the end, it's kind of redeemed itself somewhat, but not entirely. Mm-hmm. Um, it suffers a lot like the boys did from having a protagonist who's just kind of like bad at everything. And you can't really root for him. And you're just kind of like, man, you need to just stop fucking up before I can start rooting for you. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's just, it, I think they don't know what they wanted to go for. Cause you know, there's obviously the very exploitation grindhousey thing of, all right, we got these Jews and they're going to hunt down some Nazis and kill them. And it's like, yeah, yeah, let's do this. And then it's kind of like, all right, here's the, you know, the 2009 era let's give some title smashes when we introduce characters in you know mid scene and it doesn't work nowadays everyone's like oh yeah that looks like borderlands that's kind of (laughs) lame and uh yeah and and they love to cut away to stuff like tv shows that fake tv shows they've made that are obviously you know like a very direct to the you know to the audience commentary on stuff that's happening in the show Mm -hmm. and it just doesn't work and it just makes it feel very glib. And then, you know, you've got that shit and then all of a sudden it's like, okay, here's a realistic scene from the Holocaust in in Auschwitz. It's like, "Mm, no, you you can't swing that far. You know, it just, it doesn't work. Hmm. Um, but yeah, they kind of calm down by the end and they actually, you know, get kind of where they're going and settle into a tone and a plot that's going to work. But it takes them a while to get there. Cause man, those first few episodes, it's like, you know, you've got your main character fucking everything up for everybody. A and then B being like, do I really want to kill Nazis? And it's like, dude, your grandmother <laughs> was in Auschwitz. You should know the answer to that one, buddy. But yeah, it, it redeems itself by the end and actually leaves you at a place where like, okay, season two, I could definitely, I could be interested in watching this, but it's kind of like, it's weird having Al Pacino in something that's like, 
this terrible. And I know it's not like, you know, it's, it's kind of like, what'd we say? Like Angelica Houston. It's like, Oh, you got to get, you got Angelica Houston, but it's like, nah, she was in captain EO. You forget. <laughs> and it's like Al, Al Pacino. You're kind of like, yeah, Al, you've, you've been in some shit. Yeah. Especially the last 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. But it's still like kind of like, dude, this oh, was just kidding. <laughs> yeah. But you know, you're watching, you're like, that guy's Serpico. You know, it's like, shit. <laughs> That's chappy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're like, he was in Godfather 2, dude. Mm-hmm. Really? Like, you know, but. He was in the first one, too. Yeah, also. Yeah. I, I know. <laughs> but anyway. He was in all three, um, actually. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I. it's weird because it's like, I want to recommend it, but it's just not. It's not the fun thing you want it to be until like a very small bursts. But uh, it does have a really good villain. Like one of the bad guy henchman characters is kind of, I'd almost say he's like a, like kind of like a Tarantino ripoff bad guy character, but Mm -hmm. he really works in this universe. Like whenever he shows up, I'm like, yes, more of this guy, even though he's a complete utter piece of shit, you know, but it's still like, yeah, this guy's, this guy's kind of great. So it's got that going for it. I don't know if I can recommend it no. entirely. So more more good than bad. The first four are bad, and then it gets better. Yeah, there's like flashes of okay, yeah, I see what you're what you're doing here in the first couple, but yeah, there, there, there's also a lot of oh god, this sucks. <laughs> but yeah, like the 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 second half of that season is significantly better than the first half. Yeah, I mean, when I saw the preview, I was like, oh, I feel like this is going to be the way the guys had knocked up were describing Munich. <laughs> like mm-hmm. when, when Munich's not really that. Yeah, no, it's not yeah. that. I mean, Munich's a few minutes of that, but then it's like, it's mostly plotting. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, I no, this is definitely like your reference, but yeah, like this team exists to hunt down and torture and murder Nazis that are living in the U S. So yeah, it, it doesn't, it doesn't fudge on any of that, but yeah, it just, it, tonally it's all over the place so it's it's a tough recommendation because of that and it just didn't satisfy me the way i was hoping it would what else you got no that's it oh okay yeah i mean there's yeah we already talked about mcmillions so yeah Mm -hmm. we're good watch the live stream if you want to see it (laughs) teaser Mm mm-hmm yeah well, you can catch that live stream at youtube.com slash bmfcast. If you want to find the links to all of our other socials, you can go to bmfcast.com. Uh, if you want to get in contact with us directly, email us bmf at bmfcast.com or 9105-JOCKS-BMF or 9105569263. That's the Garfield phone, the BMFCast hotline. Leave a message with L. Garfield, and he will relay it to L. Us. Um, That's Spanish for the Garfield. And the Us. Um and finalmente, if you would like to uh, support what we do in a monetary fashion, you can go to patreon.com slash bmfcast, and for the low entry sum of $1, get some kick-ass bonus content to uh, to help support, uh, you know, all the shit that we have to buy, and our hosting fees, and um, all of our lavish vacations, and our Rolls Royces, and all that good stuff on and uh, all the Blu-rays and DVDs that we, we purchase. We have to pay delivery boys to bring us delivery boys. Right. Exactly. We did. Um, and uh, check us out also on eBay because there are... A, uh, once we are done with a lot of these, if we decide that they're not 
ones that we need to keep in our lives forever. We throw those up on the uh, on the Ebays, and you can purchase them. And all of those proceeds will go to uh, currently the American Red Cross um, right. during the coronavirus <laughs> pandemic. Um, we have changed. Normally, we donate to the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, but we've swapped it over to uh, the American Red Cross yeah. for the time being. We know where they are. They're safe and, uh, you know, sheltering in place. So, yeah, we've solved that for now. Right. And we're going to try to help. We just want to make sure they stay. Yeah. You know. But yeah. Um, <laughs> and that's uh, just I don't even know how you get there. But if you go to the website, I bet you there's a link there because there's a, there's a button that. on BMFcast.com that will yeah. take you to our eBay page. Good job, Chuck. Air high five. Unless what? the buttons have disappeared again, which happens. But you can just email us if that has happened. But yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's all the things that I normally am supposed to say at this point. So, Harlow, I believe it's now time for you to say something. I believe I usually say, let's get out of here, shall we? All right. And I am Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And this is Banffcast Out. <laughs> <laughs>